0: there's a strange thread that runs between two very different feast days that the church celebrates. Merry Christmas and Good Friday. On Christmas, we might sing the song God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen and hear the words Remember Christ, our Savior, was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Tidings of comfort and joy. Comfort and joy. Strange words to speak on a Good Friday afternoon. And yet, a prayer dating at least back to the time of St. Ignatius of Loyola, possibly earlier, the Anima Christi, speaks of comfort in this way. Simple. Passion of Christ, comfort me. Which of us have come here seeking comfort from the man of sorrows? Which of us has come seeking joy at the foot of the cross? Which of us woke up this morning connecting Christmas and its promise to the shattering tragedy of Good Friday? In God's wisdom, there is a thread connecting these two mysteries from the wood of the manger to the wood of the cross. And it has to do with the mystery of weakness and strength. The mystery of God's power to work not despite weakness, not despite the cross, but through weakness, through the cross. This can be confusing for Catholics used to celebrating the Triduum, where Good Friday is a day of focused meditation upon the Passion, and Easter Sunday is, of course, the glory of the risen Lord. We might think that power and strength and glory come after sorrow, death, destruction. But God is not tied to that chronology. Why? Because when God acts, He is all in. Power, glory, and life were at work upon the cross, hidden in plain sight. God does not stand behind the cross. He is upon the cross. Power is in weakness. And my friends, that truth at the heart of our faith is what draws us every year to contemplate again the promise that lies hidden in plain sight upon the cross. The comfort. Of the Passion is available to each of us here today. But it comes with a catch. We must see in Christ upon the cross ourselves. We must find our own lives inscribed. In his death. When St. Paul wrote that power is made perfect in weakness, that wasn't sleight of hand. When he said, Do you not know that whoever is baptized into Christ Jesus is baptized also into his death? That wasn't sleight of hand. My brothers and sisters, We can't undo our baptism. And for that reason, the way forward, the way upward, the way towards comfort and joy lies through the cross of Jesus Christ. That is our path. That is our promise. And God's promises are never broken. We must find upon the cross ourselves, but also we must find hidden in plain sight Christ within each of us. Christ does not stand apart from our weakness, Christ does not save the strong. Christ comes to each of us within our weakness the tidings of comfort and joy proclaimed on Christmas Day point precisely to this. That He, in the Incarnation, took our flesh so that He might join us in our weakness. We could not join Him in His power. So He came to join us in our weakness, our suffering, and our death. We find Jesus Christ then in our own indecisions, our own failures and weaknesses and sufferings. He is there. He has joined himself to us to suffer with us, not just once upon a time. Whoever is baptized into Jesus Christ is baptized into his death, joined to him forever. That is made a fact in each of us. Not only do we find ourselves in Christ upon the cross and Christ in our own weakness, more, the passion is ours. Jesus Christ, the head of the mystical body, suffers upon the cross. The body shares in that. The church shares in that. Today, we contemplate not just the Son of God crucified, but the full meaning the Son of God and His church crucified. Each of us, hidden in plain sight. Upon the cross. The comfort of God then comes in our weakness. It promises strength. The true meaning of comfort, to strengthen, to join what is strong to what is weak. Let us contemplate our Savior upon the cross, ask for His strength in our weakness. For in our weakness, we are made strong.